This is episode 629 of the AWS podcast, released on October 12th, 2023. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the official AWS podcast. We got some exciting updates with this episode focusing on the latest EC2 AMD instances for CMR, powered by fourth generation AMD Epic processors. I'm Hanwen Lochran, also known as Han Solo, your friendly neighborhood co-host of the official AWS podcast, and I'm joined by Sinam Gubai. Welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, hey, everyone, uh, this is Sinam Gubai, Senior Product Manager at AWS EC2, and I'm so excited to talk today about our latest generation C7A, M7A, R7A instances. Super cool. And I'm excited about this episode because of all things compute, this is one of the very core and amazing things that we do here at Amazon. And uh, for this episode for CMR instances, focusing on EC2 instances powered by the fourth generation of AMD Epic processors, really excited to see what we have here. But before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about AMD instances? Sure, absolutely. So when you look at our like EC2 portfolio, our goal is really to provide our customers the most options for compute so that they can tailor their infrastructure to their business needs. And AMD instances, a very key part of these offerings. AMD-powered EC2 instances give our customers the ability to run their general purpose, memory-intensive, compute-intensive, and even like burstable graphics-intensive workloads and take advantage of different price performance benefits that these instances would enable. What I mean by that is when you look at our portfolio today, uh, we have over 650 instance types on EC2 for all different kinds of workloads. And these workloads can range from like the single server test environment where you just want to see how code runs to all the way up to like massively scaled infrastructure that might be powering some really critical applications, maybe your like financial models or bank transactions. So the options do really matter in this space for our customers to be able to really find the compute needs that matches with their infrastructure needs. And what AMD provides in this space is really a choice a choice for our customers to be able to optimize for their price performance needs for these different workload types. In our portfolio, we offer both x86 and ARM-based processors for most of our popular instance types. And within that x86 swim lane, we have the options of Intel and AMD. And that's quite fascinating because I have quite a bit of customers out there that's doing quite a bit of HPC, high performance computing for like financial risk management or whatever that is, right? So really interested to see how we're helping and evolving the uh, compute type. So super cool here. But also going back a little bit more on the background, like, can you tell us a little bit about the history of AMD and AWS partnership? Sure. You know, AMD and AWS have been on a journey since 2018, actually. And we were the first one to introduce AMD Epic-based instances in the cloud. Our first instances were the general purpose M5A and memory-optimized R5A workloads. These instances were based on the first-generation AMD Epic processors, and they really provided a great option to our customers who were looking to achieve cost savings on their EC2 compute environment. We then heard customers asking for 
applying these cost-saving opportunities to even more workloads. And we've expanded our portfolio later in 2019 with the local disk variants. Later on, we've added a burstable uh, general purpose instance type, the T3As. In 2020, we also introduced the compute-optimized C5A and C5AD instances so that our customers could also bring their compute-intensive workloads and get a similar cost-saving opportunity for these workload types. In addition to that, we launched uh, the GPU-based graphics-optimized G4AD instances. So when you look at our portfolio and partnership, it's really been a long journey. But also, when you look at our offerings, it does vary from general purpose instances to even like very specialized instances like the graphics-optimized instances. Last year, we introduced the third-generation AMD Epic processors, which were the M6A, C6A, and R6A instances. These delivered up to 35% better price performance over the previous generation M5A, C5A, R5A instances. So when you look at really to date, AWS has introduced over 100 EC2 instances across 24 global regions using AMD Epic processors. And it's been a really great journey together. Gotcha. So can you give us some examples of how AMD is being used at AWS today? Sure. So when you look at what type of workloads are running on these AMD Epic processor-based EC2 instances, it really covers the broad range. Broad range of customers have benefited from the significant cost savings with these instances. For example, we had Sprinkler, who is provider of enterprise software for customer experience management. They've achieved substantial savings on cloud by taking advantage of these instances. More specifically, by using the M6A instances on their Jenkins workloads, they saw 22% faster performance and 24% cost savings over the previous M5A instances. The list goes on. I'll share another example from a very different area. Another great example would be the TrueCar, who provides a digital automated marketplace. And TrueCar sought ways to operate more efficiently and increase their development velocity so that they could invest their time and money on innovating for the car buying experience rather than their infrastructure. So we partnered up with them and looking through how we could optimize their cloud infrastructure, we were able to take advantage of the Gen 6 AMD instances and they were able to achieve 25% cost saving across their infrastructure spend. These are really huge deals when you think about how big the infrastructure needs and spend are. So we are really talking about a great opportunity for optimizing not only for performance, but also saving costs at the same time. Going back to your question, the list really is long, but given that we have such a wide variety of AMD-based instances, we really do see that these are used for a broad range of workloads. Yeah, I love the uh, choices that we have to have better performance and also cost savings, which is always a plus. So like, what is the big deal of these like CMR instances exactly? Sure, yeah. You know, like we are super, super, super excited with this latest generation AMD-based um, CMR instances. We have been seeing a very like increasing demand from customers to run workloads faster while getting better price performance on AWS. I would say this trend of optimizing on price performance has been there, but it's got even more amplified over the like last year or so. And to satisfy this demand, we built these new EC3 instances 
enabled by the unique combination of the fourth gen AMD EPIC processors with the codename Genoa and our AWS Nitro technology. Our Nitro technology is really the foundation of these instances that enables us to innovate much faster and really develop uh, very unique capabilities in these instances. And I'll come to that in a second, what I mean by that and why this is so important. But at very high level, these latest generation AMD-based instances deliver a leap in performance with up to 50% higher performance than the previous generation six AMD instances. And we believe workloads, including financial applications, application servers, or really demanding workloads will really see a huge benefit with this latest generation C7A, M7A, and R7A instances. These instances are also offering uh, new processor capabilities uh, with the enablement of new uh, instructions on the fourth generation AMD EPIC processors. These new capabilities are like the AVX3512, VNNI, Bfloat16. These new capabilities basically allowing customers to bring even more demanding workloads to these instances, such as convolutional neural network-based algorithms, financial analytics, video encoding. With the enablement of these new instructions, customers will be able to see significantly higher performance for these type of workloads. That is very interesting. So can you tell me a little bit about what are like some of the interesting changes that you're seeing? Like, What are some of the cool specs that you're seeing? Sure. I think the most interesting thing here, one of the major differences we've introduced between this generation of AMD instances and the previous generations is their vCPU, the physical processor core mapping. What I mean by that is with this new generation, every vCPU is actually a physical core. This means that there is no simultaneous multi-threading. This also brings more isolation between these CPUs. By contrast, if you look at our previous generation or the generation before that, each vCPU would be a hyperthread instead of being a physical core. That would mean that in the previous generations, vCPUs would be sharing resources and there would be less isolation compared to the case with latest generation of instances. What this also means, though, is this provides a significantly higher performance. And the significantly higher performance would mean for customers that they can lower their time to market for their product development. It would enable them to consolidate their workloads on fewer instances and save costs. This key feature that comes with the latest generation AMD instances really pushes the boundary on delivering cutting-edge performance and enabling our customers really to do more and also save more few other features that I would love to definitely like touch upon that are very exciting is these new instances are featuring DDR5, also known as double data rate uh, memory. Uh, DDR5 memory enables very high speed access to uh, data in memory. And these instances do deliver 2.25 times more memory bandwidth compared to the previous generation. So for your memory intensive workloads, you will see significantly lower latency and better performance. And this is really something that we are super excited about with this latest generation instances. Similar to the previous generation, these instances offer up to 50 gigabits per second networking and 40 gigabits per second EBS bandwidth. But new with this generation, we've introduced a new medium size with only one vCPU. And this really allows you to right size your workloads more accurately to your needs. 
And maybe like last but not least here, what I want to leave the audience with is with these new M7A and R7A instances, you can attach now up to 128 EBS volumes to an instance compared to 28 volume attachments that you would be able to do with the previous generation. Wow, that's very impressive stats, especially around the networking and you know the the compute and uh, the fast availability and performance of this. So I love love that. What are some of the use cases that you're seeing from these workloads? So our M7A instances, which are the general purpose instances, are really ideal for applications uh, that benefit from high performance, high throughput needs. Um, a few examples of use cases here would be like financial applications, simulation modeling, gaming, application development environments, caching fleets. On the other side, with R7A, which are memory optimized instances, these would be really ideal for very like memory intensive workloads. Few that I can name here would be like SQL, NoSQL databases, distributed web scale in-memory cache, in-memory databases, real-time big data analytics, and even electronic design automation, which are known as EDA applications. These instances would be really a great fit for that type of use cases. And finally, C7A, which is our compute-optimized instances, these would be really great for uh, compute-intensive workloads, such as like batch processing or distributed analytics, high-performance computing, you name it. I mean, ad serving, multiplayer gaming, video encoding. So I think with these three instances, we do really cover a very broad range of use cases here. Yeah, I love that. I love that purpose built. It's like the right tool, but right compute for the right purpose. And also I love the way that we're able to help customers right-size the instances. So that's pretty awesome. Thinking about customers, like what are customers saying? I'll share one of the customer stories here, Axiona, who offers sustainable solutions to uh, the most urgent challenges facing the planet, such as global warming, uh, energy needs, water shortages. They use our Amazon EC2 M7 instances for their computational heavy simulations of their electric cigarettes. And with the enablement of these instances, they were able to see a 59% improvement in their multi-trading performance. What this meant for them is that they were able to reduce their simulation time from 80 minutes to 22 minutes. That's like a huge improvement. And think about how much direct benefit they can now drive to not only their internal internal operations, but also to their customers. So we are hearing great feedback from our customers who are trying or using these instances and seeing great performance improvements, these latest generation instances. Gotcha. So let's say I'm a customer, right, that has you know, existing instances that I'm running, right? So how easy is it for me as a customer to migrate to these new CMR instances? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. AMD instances being x86 based would be completely compatible with your x86 based workloads. So it's really a very easy lift and shift scenario here if you were running similar x86 based instances. It requires no code change. It's really just testing these instances to see if they meet your price performance needs and then stopping the instance you would be using and starting with these instances. Gotcha. So definitely plan for that little bit of migration and swap over. So that's super cool. So the last question I have, and most importantly, how do customers get started? 
to start with these instances would be very similar to how you would start with any of the EC2 instances. You would log into your AWS management console, set up your root account if you don't have that. And then you would identify which instance type is best for your workloads. And that would be really looking at what would be the workload needs you have on CPU, memory, storage, networking. And once you choose the instance that fits best to your needs, you would go to our Amazon EC2 dashboard and choose launch instance to create your virtual machines and to get started with these instances. Super cool. So thank you again, Sina, for coming on the podcast today. Thank you. Yeah, really. Thanks for having me. This has been really fun. It's awesome. So and as always, we love to get your feedback. There's a link in the show notes to submit feedback. And until next time, keep on building.